Yeah, what up? Matt Match. Got your phone charged? Yeah, yeah, I don't really use it that much today. Use a little bit, but not too much. That should be okay. Yeah, how'd your day go? Yeah, it went all right. I'm stoned. What the hell? I'm in the herb fantasy world. You good? Yeah. 
what were you doing? I don't know. Just changed rooms now, and uh, been watching uh, Russell's TV and uh, I don't know partying. I don't know. Just, just wandered in my head. What'd you do today? Yeah, just space out. Uh, party, I don't know. Uh, Got a new pair of jeans, though, that fits, that fits good. That's good. You went to the store? No, no, no. Somebody gave me some jeans that, that are actually pretty cool jeans. up this morning with the group we're still covering grief so that's a depressing fucking topic and now let's break out the old knives and slash all our wrists at one time pretty much one, two, three, cut. One, two, three, cut and cut and cut. Don't stop till you see the bone. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, after group went to a meeting. You know, I brought up the topic of being overwhelmed and half the time got chewed out by the old timers. What? You know, just fucking, you know, people are like, ah, you should, you know, you've been clean for over a year. You should, you know... Oh, I'm fucking burping. Uh, you know, you should fucking be hitting up your sponsor. And, you know, I was talking about the overdose, and one of the old timers was like, man, you should be out of that situation as soon as possible. He didn't really care to know that I'm in a sober living house right at the moment, so there ain't really no choice but to be there. You know, so he's just going off like, sounds like you're in a dangerous situation or fucking unhealthy situation and shit. You need to get out of it ASAP. Yeah, I forgot what the other guy brought up. Damn, what's overwhelming you, dude? Well, it's just, you know, cousin died last week. Went to the party on Saturday, and, you know, people are offering me drugs at a 70-something-year-old fucking birthday party, and... You know, Narcan and the fucking dude on Monday, and... 
you know, my cousin's funeral is coming up on Thursday or whatever. Well, on the 3rd, that's Friday. So, it's like, there's too much intense shit and pain happening at the same time? Yeah, it's, you know, it's... The dude was asking me to be a sponsor Monday, and then he leaves the program the next fucking day. And then, like, uh, I got, after I went to the meeting, I went to, because I was not going to wait on my case manager from the mental health place, because she didn't hit me back about going in and turning in my application for me. So I said, fuck it, and went and turned it in myself. And then they said that uh, I could move in by Friday if I get the paperwork to them in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like it's good and it's bad. You know, life's just throwing combinations at my ass right now. Yeah, no, I can dig it. That's just like uh, heavy intensity there. Yeah, because it's just like... I'm just like, fuck yeah, I only got to pay 160 a month, and I don't know what my my sober living said they'd pay the deposit, <laughs> at least, Rita. and uh, Rita. I'm not sure if he'll pay my first month's rent, too, because it's only 370 altogether for me to move in, so he might uh, pay for the whole thing. So then after that, you know, uh, what did I do after that? Uh, waited for Walmart to drop off my food. Uh, what else? Then I went to a meeting and I chaired my first meeting today. And then the topic on that one was the fourth tradition, which is all meetings are autonomous unless it's affecting AA as a whole. So basically, they're you know each meeting is free to make their own rules up and traditions. And uh, one guy brought up uh, old behaviors, avoiding old behaviors. So we talked about that, and uh, yeah, now I'm talking to you. Ready? Well, that all sounds like brainwashing, man. I, I just would not make it in the rehab scene. <laughs> I, I'm trying to behave badly all the time. You know, that's my whole trip. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. 
Kyle Chaos. <laughs> Let's see, what are we doing now? Uh, we're hitting up Google. Okay. Which, uh, the first, I saw this this morning, but the first confirmed Omicron variant instance in the U.S. is in California. Yeah, in San Francisco. Someone came from uh, South Africa and landed there. Yeah, so yippee. We'll see what lockdowns follow. Yeah, we'll see, you know, how, I mean, let's hope it doesn't get get bad again, but I think they're getting ready to, to, to fuck with everybody again. It, it, this has just been too staged. book and an AA book for free. Okay. And now you got something to wipe your ass with. (laughs) If I need rolling papers after I relapse. the uh, guy that overdosed ain't coming back. Shit. They cleared out all of his shit. Working on my first rap cipher. Cool. Although, I'll see if anybody else is able to add verses to the thing, but last time, uh, my friend had too many. Too many tracks in the file, so I couldn't upload my verse. Okay. So I'll see if anybody else is able to add anything. If not, we're going to have to consolidate the file, like download it, and then with the guy's parts that are already on there. 
re-upload it again so I can get my verse on there. Yeah. It's all crazy. <sighs> it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Yes, I thought my phone would have went dead by now. Yeah. And then one of my rehab friends said he had a court date tomorrow, so he asked me for a little bit of money, but me and him are cool, so I don't mind helping him out. Hopefully he pays me back. Right on. Hold on, I'm dealing with a text. Cause I don't mind losing 25 bucks You know He says he has a job So I'm taking him at his word Like he said Child support took his money And he Has a court date tomorrow So Hopefully you know He can get me back in a couple weeks Or some shit you know And my, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I'll send you that 40 bucks. It's just fuck, man. Yeah, I just remembered I had to give those assholes 75 bucks to fucking cancel my contract with them because the bank wouldn't do nothing about it. Cancel your contract with who? The credit repair people. Oh, shit. That sucks, man. So, yeah, now don't worry about it right now. Yeah, it's just, I learned my lesson. I'm not worrying about that shit. I'm not contacting no more fucking companies about credit repair until I get my back pay and I have money to be paying them, you know, that money every month. Yeah, yeah. I still got to, you know, turn into SSD the verification that I'm moving out of the rehab. I gotta wait until I'm out and then get a letter from them and send it to SSD so they can uh, start paying me more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much all that's going on. It's, you know, a lot of it sucks. 
Yeah, so, yeah, that's just it, man. Just getting hit with combinations, man. Yeah, no, that sucks. But I think I can handle it all. I'm not, like, that stressed out about it, you know. It's not the first time I've been fucked out of money by a company and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it just like that was the funny part is, you know, on the recording while you're waiting to fucking talk to a representative, they're like, we're number one in customer retention and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, y'all don't do nothing to work with motherfuckers to keep them with y'all. Yeah. Like you dudes are lying. Yeah, some lying motherfuckers, man. I'm gonna go with Credit Pros, you know. A company that I've actually heard of, not just some YouTube company that popped up on my fucking shit, you know, because usually when I've had pop-ups from YouTube about shit that I've searched, you know, they usually give me pretty good suggestions, but not that motherfucking time. Yeah. Okay, so the first story is We Are All Shattered. Oxford High School Students Killed in Shooting Identified. So I guess there was another school shooting? Or... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure what, what part of Michigan, I wonder. That's the thing I want to know is what, what part of Michigan was this in? Uh, it was only four people killed in a mass shooting. Or just four? Yeah. I thought it was more than that. Uh, four. At Oxford okay. High School in Oakland County. The Oakland County kids getting busy, y'all. With the Glock. Make the shit pop. All his other schoolmates, he's making their heart stop. Yeah. Exactly. Way cool. Got to get his revenge. Got to get revenge against the social cruelty. Late Tuesday, authorities said Hannah St. Juliana, 14, Madison Baldwin, 17, and Tate Meyer, 16, were the three students who initially lost their lives following a five-minute rampage at the Oakland County High School. A fourth student died Wednesday morning. Justin Schilling was 17, authorities said. Cool. Right on, he got that revenge right on Oakland County Sheriff Michael Butchard said their families have been notified and each family has been assigned a deputy to remain as long as they need and to provide the protection they deserve man they just on some bullshit they don't deserve protection shit they deserve protection 
Like, oh my god, your family got killed. We're gonna station police officers outside your house. <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna be freaky. The cops outside your house. Jesus Christ. Unless they didn't catch the shooter. I can see well, they caught the shooter, I thought. So should we go to the next article, or where's our? Should we go on with this, or where's your? Where's... Uh... Your next, they might get more details or something of what happened. You know, if the dude said anything to anybody or anything. Yeah, they're just going into each fucking victim's history, and I don't care. Yeah, I don't hear that either. Don't care about restaurants posting memorials. Was the last one? Like, some restaurant was... Paying okay. tribute to one of the kids that worked at their fucking restaurant. Okay. When Oakland County Prosecutor Karen McDonald announced Wednesday more than 20 charges against 15-year-old Ethan Crumbly, including murder and terrorism, she noted Juliana was characterized by her father as one of the happiest and most joyful kids. He was having a happy time blowing those little kids' brains out. Oh, this is so much fun. Okay, you're next. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Blow, blow, blow. Why did those kids have to die? How, how? <laughs> All of their parents crying. Foul, foul. But he had to make them die. Ow, ow. Does that hurt? Oh, I hope so. Anyway, uh, so oh, they're just going overboard. Oh my God, we should name the Wildcat Stadium after one of the victims. Like, man, shut the fuck up, dude. (laughs) The ideas are getting weirder and weirder, you know. Maybe we should sacrifice chickens in their honor. And they're just going on and on about the fucking quarterback or whatever the fuck he was. 
Well, the quarterbacks are always the ones that deserve to die in high school, man. They're always the biggest dicks. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll go to the next article. Um, yeah, let's go to the next article. And then Roe v. Wade goes before the Supreme Court. Live updates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm, I am interested in what, what's happened so far on that one. Because, I mean, this could be the biggest victory for the tyranny of Jesus uh, in a while. This could be, uh, full, you know, this could be, let's hope it isn't. For my sake and forever, for all of our sake. But this could be the people, the, the tyranny of Jesus people's, uh, Being able to implement their their re-implement their tyranny. So I hope it isn't, but we'll see. The conservative-leaning Supreme Court heard oral arguments today in a Mississippi abortion case that could result in the repeal of Roe v. Wade, the 1973 landmark decision legalizing abortion nationwide prior to viability. The courts seem poised to uphold the state law that bars abortions after 15 weeks, but the fate of Roe v. Wade is less certain. A Supreme Court decision that overturns the ruling could bring abortion bans to as many as half the states in the country already expected to prohibit the procedure. Okay. The Supreme Court seemed poised Wednesday to uphold a Mississippi law that bars abortion after 15 weeks, but it is less clear if there is a clear majority to end the right to abortion nationwide. Although conservative justices expressed skepticism about the landmark Roe v. Wade decision, the dispute represents the culmination of a decades-long effort on the part of critics of the landmark opinion that legalized abortion nationwide to return the issue to the states, a move that would almost immediately eviscerate abortion rights in large swaths of the South and the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Why this matters, the very fact that the current court with its solid six-member conservative majority agreed to even consider a state law that bars abortion long before viability suggests that the court bolstered by three of former President Donald Trump's appointees is poised to scale back court precedent, if not reverse it outright. Already already in a separate dispute, the court is considering a Texas law that bars the procedure after six weeks, and the justices have allowed that law... Oh, shit. ...have allowed that law to remain in place for three months, rendering Roe a dead letter in the country's second largest state. What happens next? This week, the nine justices will sit alone in a conference room and go over the case. They'll go in order. Uh, Don't care about the order. The senior justice in the... Don't care about what they say. No, they're just like, this guy will go first. And then that guy. Okay, yeah. The 
senior justice in the majority and minority will get to choose who writes the opinion, a process that will take months, with plenty of drafts going back and forth between chambers and rarely a vote change. As oral arguments about Mississippi's abortion law wrapped up outside the Supreme Court, anti-abortion and pro-abortion supporters agreed that no matter what decision is made, communities of color will be affected. Yeah, they will, because most abortion clinics are in black neighborhoods and kill mostly black people. Well, black babies. Well, and, 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 like, this is the thing. It's like, it's like, I mean, I can just picture, like, the, the Supreme Court dudes, like, going, and there'll be more poor babies being born? Are you crazy? You really want to make that happen? Well, that's you probably know? what the corporations are saying. Yeah, no, that's probably what they're saying. But since the corporations are saying it, I, I imagine that the, the Supreme Court people are also saying it. Well, do you think judges want poor people to be able to have kids? You know, have to have a lot of kids? I had to take some pain pills. My muscles are aching like a motherfucker. And I'm like taking pills to the head with no water. Mm-hmm. Leaving that nice acid taste in your mouth. Or pill taste in your mouth. Maverine Robinson, who stood outside the court with dozens of other anti-abortion supporters, says that the idea that having abortions will reduce poverty across the country is not accurate. What we have lost in this argument is that disproportionately black and brown babies are aborted. And we think abortion will end poverty. But if you look at the data, what has happened over the centuries or decades, it hasn't ended poverty. It actually has made our communities less powerful than they would be had they had those babies, Robinson said. Which is, that's like a woulda, coulda, shoulda statement. We don't know... What would have happened had those babies lived? So that's kind of a moot point. Yeah, yeah. the creator would, the horrible creator would say that kind of bullshit. But uh, I keep thinking that if certain people hadn't been born, how great the world would have been. So, you know. The Mississippi law that the justices heard today doesn't allow women to have abortions after 15 weeks. Mary Beth Style, who is a pregnancy counselor and anti-abortion, says women really don't want to have abortions. They feel that they have not choice and are pushed against the wall to do that. We need to have services for women, Style said. I mean, like, uh, I'll keep my thoughts for later. Trish, who is he from? It's a she. Yeah, who, yeah, who's she from? 
Sorry, I screwed up. It doesn't say where she's from. It didn't say what group she's part of? Uh, I'm guessing she's from Mississippi, though. Okay. But no, it doesn't. Okay. We need to have services for women. Uh, Trish Gallagher said that the decision that the justices will have to make will not be an easy one. But regardless, women will continue to get pregnant and abortions will happen anyway like they used to 50 years ago by going to other countries or risking their life with a hanger. Okay, I think, you know, that's a job you could take. Just, you know, go up with this that hanger. It's like, any pregnant women want me to shove this coat hanger, uh, this coat hanger up your cut? Yeah, talk about a coat hanger strangler. I'm just going just gonna to shove it far enough so that uh, you'll have a miscarriage. Well, actually, they would yeah. use the coat hanger to fucking rip the baby out. Yeah, no, that's what I mean, you know. It's... Where's Brother Lin Tung when you need him? I think, okay, I think it's him. coming out now. I think coming out now. Oh, look at all that blood. Mm. Yeah, where's Brother Lin Tung when you need him? You need some, some vampires to go drink the rest of this up. Okay. What happened? Yes, uh, uh, Russell said he has garlic for the vampires. <laughs> I think he's insinuating you're a vampire. Okay. Timing is key. Uh-huh. When you have a baby, well, this Gallagher chick is saying that she's pro-choice. My body, my choice. Right on. Timing is key when you have a baby, and if a woman isn't ready to have one, she shouldn't be forced to have one. It's her body. Mm-hmm. Latisse Hicks, who is an anti, who is anti-abortion from Kansas City, Missouri says that being in Washington, D.C. for the oral arguments was more important to her as a black woman. Abortion has been targeted against the African-American race. As we all know, there are Planned Parenthoods in the black community, which is to stop and stump the growth of the black community, Hicks said, which is true. Yeah, yeah. President Biden declined to say... the other chick's argument was true, too, so to me... What, the my body, my choice? Yeah, that, that if she doesn't want to be forced to have the baby, she shouldn't be forced to have the baby. She doesn't have to take care of it. That's always been my argument is just have the baby and give it up for adoption. It's just like you're kind of being a callous son of a bitch when you are just like, I don't want to have this baby no matter what. It's like, they yeah, but why to. not? I mean, it'd, it'd be the best revenge against a creator for pushing, making that responsibility a consequence of sex in the first place. <laughs> you want me to, you know, you want me to, 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 you wanted to bring this thing into existence? Well, then cool. I'm going to go, uh, 
just stab it and listen to it suffer and really get off on on, on, on hearing that, that little kid suffer and just keep stabbing it over and over again. Just really enjoy every minute of hearing it scream and cry and just like get off on that. Yeah, give you a chubby. Just remember that baby doesn't belong to you, it belongs to Satan. To be killed. I'm trying to look for a... Oh, well, I can't find those fucking clips. Yeah, I can't find that fucking clips. And abortions make good sandwich meat. Soil and green made from baby meat. Oh, yeah, this is where... No, well, this is our special stem soil and green. <laughs> yeah, here's an SJW. And ultimately, your sympathies do not lie with black people. They lie with your racist, white, middle-class agenda, and that's where it will always lie, and you will be destroyed holding that line. Okay, I, I adopted two children. Oh, good for you, white savior. Aren't you so proud? You're They're white not white. white. Exactly, he's not white. Exactly, you're a white savior. You think that it is the white man's duty to fix everybody's problems, right? Because you adopt. How many many did I adopt? I kill my kids. How many did I adopt? I kill my kids. Yeah, there was a white chick that like said, like. Infowars had the clip, but like the chick said, like, uh, I kill my kids, hell, Satan, and fuck you, you know, at one of the Hillary rallies. Well, right on, man. Cool. I mean, yeah. I don't know why you'd be on the side of Hillary. She's not going to make anything better for us or give us any more freedom. Dude, there were a lot of Satanists marching for Hillary. Like, I saw quite a few clips of, like, Satan. Okay, well, I would not be marching for goddamn Hillary. I'm not, you know, if I'm going to march for... I don't know, you know, there's a lot better candidates to march for that'll serve my selfish interests a lot better than Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton will not help my selfish interests at all, so no. I'm not going to campaign for her as, as a Luciferian. And then here's an old clip. But, uh, 
Like, uh, I'm hoping that this is the one, but like, uh, I remember like, uh, like it was a massive movement among witches to like cast a spell against Trump to get him out of office. Yeah, no, no, I remember that. Oh, it worked. Yeah. Yeah, after he stayed there for four years. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. So yeah, no, okay, so it didn't really work, but okay. The, uh. They put the energy. Okay. And Trump probably had his own work, which is working for him. I don't know. You never know. And then President Biden declined to say if he was concerned the Supreme Court would roll back abortion rights. After oral arguments Wednesday indicated the court was likely to uphold a Mississippi law that bars abortion after 15 weeks. First of all, I haven't. I didn't see any of the debate today, the presentation today. Biden told reporters at the White House, and I support Roe v. Wade. I think it's a rational position to take, and I continue to support it, he said. And then the question, okay, what do you think about doggy style? Is that a good position to take? Or, uh, you know, like, uh, and, uh, and Biden goes, uh, oh, and pass some of the, sto- uh, the uh, stem soil in green. Go right on. All right, ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. That's what I was asking. I always want to ask any pregnant woman, can I chew on your abortion? <laughs> Dayton reveals spending plans for $138 million in federal funds. <laughs> Wait, say that again? Dayton reveals spending plans for $138 million in federal funds. Okay. Maybe they Wonder might. Wonder what they're going to be spending it on in that town in Ohio that you live in. Maybe for once they'll give us some fucking stimulus checks. Ohio has not done that this whole fucking pandemic. Gotta know. They might not. Got all these other states giving out checks. Well, they said that they were going to send out checks to students, but. Uh. Then I keep thinking of those oral arguments. And, uh, oh man, the, 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 chick that, the chick that just got in, uh, oh, what's, uh, what's the chick? Mira Garland. She's the, she's the newest one, right? 
Hmm? Merrick Garland. She's the newest one in the Supreme Court, right? No, that was Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, okay. Amy Coney Barrett, okay. So I wonder... Whose dick was Amy Coney Barrett sucking during the oral argument? I mean, if it is an oral argument, so whose dick was she sucking? It's not an argument unless two chicks are sucking it. What? It's not an argument unless two chicks are sucking it. Because they're arguing over who gets to suck the dick and when. Oh, okay, yeah. True, true oral argument. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I guess it would have to be... Okay, what's, what's the other... How many women are on the Supreme Court now? I don't know. Okay. Kyle Rittenhouse says he's destroying the AR-15 rifle he used in Kenosha and doesn't want anything to do with it. Okay. I can destroy this headache. Ain't gonna destroy what you did, kid. You'll have to live with the memories of gunning down those men. Think of how powerful that must have felt. Blam, they fall to the ground. They can't fuck with you no more. Yeah, it felt good, didn't it? Honestly, if that fucking video that supposedly depicted him shooting those motherfuckers, he was cool as a cucumber. (laughs) You know, he just capped those motherfuckers, got up off the ground, and backed up, made sure nobody was following him, and kept walking. After you gunned down a few people, this thing, man. Walk, walk away and just feel good. You did a good job. And then bullied suspect Ethan Crumbly, 15, allegedly used dad's pistol in school shooting. Right on. Okay. What was his first name? Ethan. Yeah, so way cool Ethan Crumbly. You got your revenge. Right on. Got revenge against the social cruelty. Right on. Made that lean quarterback fucking fall down dead. Fuck yeah. Blow, blow, blow. Shot him in the head. Oh, uh, yeah. Ethan Crumbly collecting street cred. <laughs> Oakland County kids getting busy, y'all. Oakland, I'm going to the feds. Serving niggas, but like I'm serving niggas meds.
NASA says potentially hazardous asteroid will break into Earth's orbit next week. Hmm, okay, well, we'll see if we wind up all dead soon. Eh, says potentially hazardous. Potentially. Yeah, it's a potential cause of hazard. That my shit has the potential to do the same thing. So, hey, hey, hey. And then Manchin knows the legalization program must be removed from the reconciliation bill. Oh, no. I don't, yeah, I don't think that should be removed. God damn. Well, legalization for what? I don't know. Let's see what it's about. So you kind of just supporting that law no matter what. <laughs> don't even know what it's about. And he's like, mm, yeah. Well, let's go into it. Let's go into it. I'm sorry. I mean, all fucking. The Democrats passed their Build Back Better reconciliation bill in the House without a single Republican vote. And they aren't likely to get any Republican votes in the Senate either. Thus, whether it passes in the Senate depends on whether all 50 Senate Democrats vote for it. Uh-huh. So they're going to have to ram it through. At least one Democratic senator has serious... (laughs) I'm sure that's what... uh... What she said... Yeah, I was going to say that's what... That's what... uh... That's what your daddy was saying to you last night. No, just kidding. Just going to have to ram it through. At least one Democratic senator has serious reservations about it, and I don't think he is the only one. Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat, West Virginia, is concerned about a number of things in the bill. But I am going to discuss only... Only his concern about the bill's immigration parole provision. So I thought that's what it was. That's why I was saying he shouldn't take it out. Which would provide temporary lawful status and work authorization to more than 7 million undocumented aliens who have been living here continuously for more than 10 years. Manchin is not opposed to a legalization program. In fact, he has said that he is totally committed to trying to help immigrants. But he does not think we should be establishing a legalization program while we are in the midst of a border crisis. That sounds like a bullshit fucking excuse. Yeah, no, that's that's bullshit. He's just being being racist. 
Let me just do this. Doesn't want doesn't want Mexican people in his country. Or El Salvadorians or Hondurans or Guatemalans or Costa Ricans or any of those people. Anybody from countries like that. To be talking about a legalization program without border security is ludicrous. The average person turns on the TV and sees what's going on at the border and it scares the bejesus out of him. If migrants... Oh, I'm sure people are so scared of Mexico. Oh my god, there's that many Mexican people coming, I'm afraid! If migrants think they can make an illegal entry and then get all the benefits that American citizens are entitled to, they're going to continue to come. Which is true. Manchin says previous immigration and amnesty proposals have included significant border security provisions to gain support from moderate Democrats and some Republicans. He would be open to that kind of deal. That was the approach used to get bipartisan support for the last big legalization program, which was established by the Immigration Reform and Control Act of 1986. That was a bunch of years ago. Manchin also has said that he is not going to vote to overrule the Senate parliamentarian if she recommends removing the parole provision from the bill because it doesn't come within the rules of reconciliation. Wait, who's saying this? Manchin. Go Manchin again, okay. Yeah, he says he's not going to overrule the parliamentarian, Senate parliamentarian, whoever the fuck that is, it doesn't say. Okay. The reconciliation process was established by the Congressional Budget Act of 1974 to permit expedited consideration of certain tax spending and debt limit legalization. Well, legislation. Other reasons for rejecting the legalization program. The Democrats are basing their legalization program on the parole provision in Section 1182D5 of the Immigration and Nationality Act, which provides the Department of Homeland Security Secretary with broad discretionary authority to allow aliens who may not otherwise be admissible to the country under our immigration laws to enter and remain in the United States temporarily. As well, I came out of the UFO, they should be able to come into the country. <laughs> if they came out of the UFO, we should we should welcome welcome them and let them live here. As I have noted before, the parole program in the reconciliation bill would violate restrictions in the law. The Democrats could have included... Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. Okay, okay. 
chaos. And we are returning to the article about Joe Manchin's reconciliation doubts. Other reasons for rejecting the legalization program. The Democrats are basing their legalization program on the parole provision in... Well, we covered that. Uh, and I just don't like Mexicans. what he's saying. As I have noted before, the parole program in the reconciliation bill would violate restrictions in the law. The Democrats could have included an amendment to make their program permissible under the authority granted by the statutory parole provision, but they didn't. What's more, the federal immigration system can't handle the applications it already has. As of June 30th, the backlog for employment authorization was 1.36 million applications. The Democrats should provide the resources to handle that caseload before adding seven million more. Finally, there would be no numerical limits on how many undocumented immigrants would be able to obtain temporary lawful status and work authorization. This could become the largest legalization program America has ever had. The Democrats are trying to pass it without bipartisan support by using a reconciliation process enacted to expedite the passage of budgetary measures. I will be very surprised if Manchin is the only Democrat senator who votes against the reconciliation bill if the legalization program is not taken out of it. Nolan Rappaport was detailed to the House Judiciary Committee as an executive branch immigration law expert expert for three years. He subsequently served as an immigration counsel for the subcommittee (coughs) on immigration, border security, and claimed for four years prior to working on the Judiciary Committee. He wrote decisions for the Board of Immigration Appeals for 20 years. Follow his blog. That's the end of the article. So what else did the article say? Nothing. Okay. I just think Manchin doesn't like Mexicans. and Probably not. Bye after you one more rancid taco from some place, <laughs> some neighborhood. I'm just not gonna take it. I'm sorry. God damn. <laughs>
If a Mexican serves me one more bad burrito. They always hack loogies in my burritos, damn it. <coughs> yeah, that definitely happened. Pete Booty Judge is Team Biden's latest Marie Antoinette. Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure it isn't? For tr- are you sure it doesn't make Booty Judge is double teaming uh, with whoever it was? No, Marie Antoinette, the uh, last uh, queen of France. Okay, now what are they saying about about last queen of France? That Pete Booty Judge is Team Biden's latest Marie Antoinette. Oh, okay, okay. But... I guess they're basically saying that he doesn't care about the backlog or something like that because Marie Antoinette was famous for saying let them eat cake when they were like the people are starving and she's like let them eat cake okay well, maybe we'll all get some cake then from some cake from Buddha eh, except for I don't know no I think the only cake uh, Pete Buddha just is, is, is offering is his beef cake and I don't want no part of that <laughs> Or is offering his husband's cake. Or his own. I know that too. Either way, I don't want to watch those two. I don't want to hear, <laughs> I saw daddy butt fuck Santa Claus. <laughs> I've never heard that one. That's because I made it up. Or maybe I didn't make it up, but somebody else made something similar, but to make it more crude, I think. I, I just made it more crude than the original. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg is an asshole. Or, you know, the... Uh... A lot of people like his asshole, I guess. Like, uh, when, like, Americans were complaining about, uh, high gas prices, he said, uh, they would never have to worry about gas prices again if they bought electric cars. Uh Uh-huh. That's probably true. Yeah, but we are nowhere near prepared to go all electric in our country. Yeah, but we need to, though. The auto manufacturers are beginning to produce them, but they're usually high-end vehicles, so they're not even going to be affordable for the average person anytime soon. Yeah. So that is a let-them-eat-cake statement. Okay, so when are we going to have the cakes? Well, the French never got their cake. That's why the French Revolution happened. That's what I mean. You know, a bunch of people even start marching down the streets. You know, what do you want? Cake. When do you want it? Now. Cake. Now. Cake. Now.
Yeah, ready to go to the next article. Um, yeah, let's go to the next article. Buttigieg was talking about. What are they talking about again? That nobody would have to worry about gas prices if they went electric. Yeah, yeah. And there's something else that he was. It's more to do with the last article. No, he didn't say anything else. Okay. You're right in. Uh, Raffensperger sues DOJ alleging request for voting law records was ignored. What's looking for the records for? Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has filed a lawsuit against the Department of Justice seeking to enforce a public records request he filed earlier this year for communications between the department and various voting rights groups. Nah, I'm not interested in going in this one, are you? Mm, What is it again? Seeking to enforce a public records request he filed earlier this year for communications between the department and various voting rights groups. Okay, so who's having the problem with this? Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Okay. That kind of, uh, okay. Was there, what, what else does the article say? In August, Raffensperger filed the Freedom of Information Act request for communications the DOJ had with voting rights groups and entitled such as prominent Georgia Democrat Stacey Abrams, the Southern Poverty Law Center, Common Cause, and the Campaign Legal Center. The request was filed a few months after the DOJ sued Georgia over its controversial new voting rights law that enacted various restrictions on voting, which critics argued disproportionately affected black citizens. The department is arguing that Georgia's election law violates prohibitions on discrimination based on race, color, or membership in a language minority group. Raffensperger's office said in a statement that the suit was being filed in order to obtain any contact the federal agency may have had with prominent liberal groups regarding the Biden administration's quest to overturn Georgia's common sense election reforms. What else the article say? Considering how blatantly politically 
blatantly political the Biden lawsuit against Georgia's common sense election law was from the beginning. It's no surprise they would stonewall our request for basic transparency, Raffensperger. Perger said. I will always fight for the truth for truth and integrity in Georgia's elections. According to Raffensperger, his office received confirmation of receipt of the communications but was not provided with responsive documents or or information. The Georgia election official is claiming that the DOJ's actions or lack thereof are in violation of federal law. The Hill has reached out to Raffensperger Perger's office in the DOJ for further comment on the suit, and that's the end of the article. Okay, well, I don't think that the the people, the states should be keeping anybody from being able to vote. That that's not cool. But uh, okay, that was a nothing burger article. Yeah. up to the states and I haven't seen enough evidence that these voting laws actually do keep black people from voting mm-hmm. Elizabeth Holmes admits whistleblower was right and reporter was mishandled Update, the reigning Jeopardy champion who is Dayton's own Amy Schneider. Two-county chase ends with standoff in Dayton. Okay. Best of Dayton, how to get the winners when they're announced next week. And here's one that's interesting to me, but I just want to check it out to see what the date is. Netflix reveals Vikings Valhalla premiere date. Okay. How good Vikings was, I'm down to see this. Okay, so it's coming February. I ain't got to wait that long. But I'm going to have to get some internet at my place. I'll probably right do, I'll do that this month because that's a necessity so I can binge, do my right schoolwork. Right uh, February 25th. So all you Vikings fans, you'll be getting uh, the... Uh, reboot. Well, not reboot, but uh, what's it called? I can't remember the word for like a a new installment. 
Spinoff, yeah, that's the word. They're getting a Viking spinoff. Okay. CDC confirms first U.S. case of Omicron COVID variant has been detected in California. We We already talked about that. CNN suspends Chris Cuomo indefinitely. Talked about that yesterday. Yeah. How climate migrants are roiling American politics. Didn't we read that already, too? Or I don't even or no. see what the fuck that even means. Climate migrants. Ain't nobody moving because of climate. Let's see, let's see what, the, what the article says. Refugees fleeing weather-related disasters are changing the political equation in Florida, Virginia, California, Idaho, and beyond. They're just like, oh, this natural disaster emergency happened. These people are fleeing I don't really care for this article. Okay. Or wait, what's what's the article again? It's talking about people are leaving because of natural disasters or emergencies to America. Well, like, well let's go into like what are examples? Maybe they got some examples in it. It's, it's probably a pretty for real article, really. When Puerto Rican native Olga Gonzalez became the first Latina mayor of Kissimmee, Florida, last year she credited God for her victory. Others pointed to climate change. A fast-growing Orlando suburb of 80,000 people, Kissimmee, saw its Puerto Rican population grow substantially after the damage wrought by Hurricane Maria in 2017 prompted many struggling families to leave the island for Florida. Something in the hurricane is making those children become giant. Become giants. Look at them, they're nine feet tall. Kissimmee gained a whopping 10,000 new residents between 2017 and 2020, according to census data. Osceola County, where Kissimmee is located in neighboring Orange County, saw their combined Puerto Rican population jump more than 12%. The changes were so profound that Gonzalez found herself competing with two other Puerto Rican candidates to become Kissimmee's mayor. Hurricane Maria served as a reintroduction of the Puerto Rican population into central Florida, said Fernando Rivera, director of the Puerto Rico Research Hub at the University of Central Florida. Now we're seeing growth in the leadership of Puerto Ricans. Okay, I don't know if I believe that one or not. I don't know if they have that much more charisma or something now. The concept of climate migration, population shifts forced by destructive weather changes, has been studied for years. 
but most Americans still think of it as something that happens elsewhere, or a future doomsday scenario about people flocking to North Dakota to escape extreme weather along the coast. But experts are saying it's happening in sub subtler ways. <coughs> <coughs> Already, forcing people to make moves as dramatic as the influx of Puerto Ricans to Central Florida, and as mundane as people in Tidewater, Virginia, choosing one county over another to live in to avoid a possible floodplain. They're going with really small fucking examples. What were the examples? The hurricane in Puerto Rico and flooding in Virginia. But as evidenced by Gonzalez's election, such changes are significant enough to start scrambling the political map with experts foreseeing a cascading effect of changes to come. We're seeing it now, said Carlos Martin, a David M. Rubenstein, or Stein, fellow with Brookings Institution's Metro program. It's not a managed retreat. It's an unmanaged retreat. And any demographic change usually brings about political change. The impacts are varied from the quarter of a million Louisianans who flew who fled New Orleans mostly for Texas after Hurricane Katrina. Like I said, they're using pretty far flung fucking disasters now. Okay. With 40,000 who stayed, bringing more non-white and Democratic voters to formerly conservative precincts. To the influx of people fleeing California's wildfires who ended up in Chico, California, prompting a political backlash from local residents. Now, as climate change fuels a greater number of strong hurricanes, causes sharper rises in sea levels, and sets off ever more sweeping wildfires, researchers are expecting climate relocation to become a progressively greater force shifting the currents of politics. Tracking the path of climate migration can be harder than tracking a storm. Uh... Yeah. That seems pretty fucking obvious. Which is why I don't even know why this article was written. What's the part that was obvious? Tracking the path of climate migration. Can be harder than tracking a storm. So they're talking about something that they don't even have a lot of data on. So what are we doing now? 
I'd rather go to the next article because this one is really pulling its strings. Okay, okay, we'll go to the next article. Hunt for the blood diamond of batteries impedes green energy push. Yes, let's go into this. Dangerous mining conditions plague Congo, home to the world's largest supply of cobalt, a Cree ingredient in electric cars. A leadership battle threatens reforms. Democratic Republic of Congo, a man in a pinstripe suit with a red pocket square walked around the edge of a giant pit. One April afternoon where hundreds of workers often toil in flip-flops burrowing deep into the ground with shovels and pickaxes. His polished leather shoes crunched on the dust. The miners had spilled from nylon bags stuffed with cobalt-laden rocks. The man Albert Yuma Malimbi is a longtime power broker in the Democratic Republic of Congo and chairman of a government agency that works with international mining companies to tap the nation's copper and cobalt reserves used in the fight against global warming. Mr. Yuma's professed goal is to turn Congo into a reliable supplier of cobalt, a critical metal in electric vehicles, and shed its anything-goes reputation for tolerating an underworld where children are put to work and unskilled and ill-equipped diggers of all ages get injured or killed. We have to reorganize the country and take control of the mining sector, said Mr. Yuma, who had pulled up to the Kasulo site in a fleet of SUVs carrying a high-level delegation to observe the challenges there. But to many in the Congo and the United States, Mr. Yuma himself is a problem. As chairman of Gekka Mines... Congo's state-owned mining enterprise, he has been accused of helping to divert billions of dollars in revenues. According to confidential State Department legal filings reviewed by the New York Times in interviews with a dozen current and former officials in both countries, top State Department officials have tried to force him out of the mining agency and push for him to be put on a sanctions list arguing he has for years abused his position to enrich friends, family members, and political allies. Mr. Yuma denies any wrongdoing and is waging an elaborate lobbying and legal campaign to clear his name in Washington. And Congo's capital of 
of Kinshasa, all while pushing ahead with his plans to overhaul overhaul cobalt mining. Effectively operating his own foreign policy apparatus, Mr. Yuma has hired a roster of well-connected lobbyists, wired an undisclosed $1.5 million to a former White House official, offered the United States purported intelligence about Russia and critical minerals, and made a visit to Trump Tower in New York according to interviews and confidential documents. Damn, he's doing that for just to to keep his, to to uh, get richer than he already is. God damn! And that's what happens when power gets too centralized. Yeah. Mr. Yuma met with Donald Trump Jr. there in 2018, a session the mining executive described as a quick meet and greet. Despite such high-level access during the Trump administration, he was barred just two months later from entering the United States. So the Trumps didn't like him. His grip on the mining industry has complicated Congo's efforts to effort to attract new Western investors and secure its place in the clean energy revolution, which it is already helping to fuel with its vast wealth of minerals and metals like cobalt. And tungsten, you can't forget the tungsten you need for smart, well, for smartphones and computers. Mm -hmm. Batteries containing cobalt reduce overheating in electric cars and extend their range. But the metal has become known as the blood diamond of batteries because of its high price and the perilous conditions in the Congo. The largest producer of cobalt in the world. As a result, car makers concerned about consumer blowback are rapidly moving to find alternatives to the element in electric vehicles, and they are increasingly looking to other nations with smaller reserves as possible suppliers. There is a chance that Congo's role in the emerging economy could be diminished if it fails to confront human rights issues in its minds. And even if Mr. Yuma works to resolve those problems as he has pledged to do, it still may not be enough for new American investors who want to be assured the country has taken steps to curb a history of mining industry corruption. Yeah, the people doing the mining are messing with the people and the resources of those areas. Congo's president, Felix Thesikida, or Kidai, has tried to sideline Mr. Yuma by stacking Gekka mines with his own appointees, but he has been unwilling to cross him further. During an interview at his hillside palace in Kinshasa, Mr. Shizekidai said he had his own strategy for fixing the country's dangerous mining conditions. It is not going to be up to Mr. Yuma, he said. It will be 
the government that will decide. The standoff between Mr. Yuma and the president echoes power struggles that have torn apart African countries rich with natural resources in the past. How this one plays out has implications that reach far beyond the continent, as the global battle against climate change calls for a stepped-up transition from gasoline-burning vehicles to battery-powered ones. For Congo, for Congo, the question boils down to this. Will Mr. Yuma help the country ride the global green wave into an era of new prosperity, or will he help condemn it to more strife and turmoil? Okay, and in which way would he would he help commit it into strife and turmoil, I'm wondering? Because of his history of corruption, that people don't want to yeah. deal with him. No, he's probably not good for the Congo, and uh, they should get involved in the green energy, but uh, this this dude is just doing everything that's, that's keeping everything the same way and keeping those people in, in, in the Congo, and keeping the people in the Congo poor. All right, ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. See, what the, what Congo needs is a, is a school shooting. You know, they, they, need to do a, they need to do a mass shooting uh, to get... Uh, so they can stop their resources from being uh, exploited uh, by these uh, miners. Get your minds out of you know. We don't want to help you, dude. This is our stuff. It's not your stuff. You want if you don't want us to blow your brains out, just don't bother us. You know? A Harvard nutritionist and brain expert says she avoids these five foods foods that weaken memory and focus. Uh, who cares? Walmart says she shoplifted. Jury awards her $2.1 million. Okay. Yeah, let's go into this. Shop. Oh, well, we don't know. We don't know if he, she did or not, really. Because for the shoplifters, you're getting away with values. That's it. Shoplifters, you're getting away with value. An Alabama woman who says she was falsely arrested for shoplifting at a Walmart and then threatened by the company after her case was dismissed has been awarded $2.1 million in damages. Well, right on. Nurse said in a lawsuit that she was stopped in November 2016 when trying to leave a Walmart with groceries. She said she already paid for, according to AL.com. She said she used self-checkout, but the scanning device froze. 
Workers didn't accept her explanation, and she was arrested for shoplifting. It must have been pretty cold in the winter if the skin devices froze. Her case was dismissed a year later, but then she received letters from a Florida law firm threatening a civil suit if she didn't pay $200 as a settlement, according to her lawsuit. That was more than the cost of the groceries she was accused of stealing. It's like, yeah, if you you didn't pay for uh, what what you were going to do, then... uh, They'll, uh, they'll send the uh, people with the multiple personalities after you. Have, have all the people with multiple personalities take you to court and, and give you a civil lawsuit. The defendants have engaged in a pattern and practice of falsely accusing innocent Alabama, Alabama citizens of shoplifting. <coughs> And thereafter, attempting to collect money from the innocently accused, the suit contended. Mm-hmm. Sounds like she's got a good lawsuit. Or had one. WKRG reported that the trial featured testimony that Walmart and other major retailers routinely use such settlements in states where laws allow it and that Walmart made hundreds of millions of dollars this way in a two-year period. Shit. They're not making money by the people that buy stuff at their stores. They're making money suing people. That's the end of the article. That's like they shouldn't be able to target people just because they're black. Uh, I'm not sure if it was just because she was black. They didn't mention she was black. But I think she feels she was targeted. That's why the lawsuit happened. But they did it to a lot of people. Well, she's trying to keep herself from being screwed with, definitely. So, uh, you done with that article? Yeah. So let's go to the next article. Biden repeats debunked claim he used to drive a tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. Wait, say that again? Biden repeats debunked claim he used to drive a tractor trailer. Okay, like maybe it was in tractor poles too, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. Do, you, do we really care about this one? No. I don't think so either. You call him Joe Tractor Pull Biden. <laughs> EU draft pulled after Vatican complains Christmas canceled. Okay. And I guess uh, should go into this one or where's your in it? 
And if they cancel Chris, Christmas, can it be a loud night just like all the others instead of the silent one? The European Commission on Tuesday retracted internal communication guidelines that had proposed substituting the Christmas period with holiday period after an outcry by conservatives and the Vatican, which termed the document an attempt to cancel Europe's Christian roots. Of course they're trying to slip that atheist dick in our ass slowly but surely. The The Vatican, though. Yeah, the Vatican's like, we ain't gonna pull that Christian dick out. Okay, well, they changed, they made a change from Christmas to holidays, right? They tried to. Not the Vatican, the uh, European Commission. Okay, so the Vatican said, why don't you, you know, say that it's, you know, say that it's Christmas instead of holidays? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and uh, I wonder if they have, like, little Christmas cards with, uh, I don't know, one of the angels, uh, one of the uh, angels butt-fucking, uh, I don't know, with, with, like, a Catholic priest butt-fucking the baby Jesus or something? I think that's just a weird Satanist fantasy. Oh, okay. See, I thought it would be... You know, because the Catholic priests are into butt fucking. Maybe they would have, you know, maybe it had something to do with the birth of Jesus or something. There was some. The first Catholic uh, priests were the first ones to uh, anally rape the baby Jesus or something, you know. Anyways, uh, it's okay. And I should, uh, should we go to the next article, or where's your head at? Yeah. Del Rio, Texas sees illegal immigrants pour in from around the world. And we covered that yesterday. Well, we talked about it a little bit. Illegal immigrants coming from around the world. Oh, yeah. Coming from around the world. Space aliens landing from around the world. Yeah, they're landing from around the world. Let's see. What else? Uh, they could have like little representing, like little little uh, name tags with all the different countries they come from and shit. 
you know, you know and then like make sure that every for new each new, new illegal alien there's some like peg in the map for for uh, every state that's being covered or something every uh, country that they're coming from and shit Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you're you're the new wave of illegal immigrants. Which country are you representing today? I'm representing Honduras. I am representing Haiti. I am representing whatever country. I don't know. And Google is fizzling out. What are they covering? Trump's attempt to rewrite history just took a big hit. Which hits this one now. The history of... uh... How he made all the all the problems go away in four years, and then according to him, and then uh, as soon as it, as he left, the, the uh, I don't know what other words, what other way could be. Oh, maybe maybe he said something like, uh, "Let me think. <laughs> what could Biden say, or not Biden? What could Trump say? Let's see." Um, it has nothing to do with what Trump said beyond the January 6th shit. Okay, well, I don't know if that's a rewriting history shit. That's kind of a, a far claim if it's about that shit. Yeah, like the first paragraph reads, The news that former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows is now cooperating with the House's January 6th Select Committee investigation represents a clear and present danger to the former president and his attempts to rewrite the history of that fateful day. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I don't think you should rewrite the history. I mean, it's like what happened. They were able to uh, prove that the Republican Party is no longer the law and order party. That's a cool thing. Uh, they were able to make an they made an attempt to fight the government as far as the the, the next round of, of uh, lockdowns and stuff that could happen after this dude took over. So, you know, they tried and. Uh, I think uh, the Republicans should be proud of that day. I, I, you know, I heard someone say that was a shameful day, but I think that was the day the Republicans should be proud of. That they uh, fought as heavy as they did. That they went completely crazy and, and made an attempt to stop future lockdowns. Ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. President best known for lying may have lied about COVID-19 stats before first presidential debate in 2020. 
Yeah, well, I'm not going to go. This is getting ridiculous. Like I said, it's fizzling out. Now, let's see the other kind. I mean, if this wasn't just such, like, who cares? I mean, this is, like, God, you're not supposed to show that at one time you were one of our pariahs because we want to make you feel bad. Screw this. Takeaways from the historic Supreme Court arguments on abortion rights. Okay, yeah, let, let's go, let's get into this. This is what I was hoping they'd say in the first article we read about this. Well, there's a video at the beginning. Babies. They're so fun to kill. I'll be in Mississippi with a coat hanger in my hand, and I'll be raking in the cash, shoving cocaine, and I'll be shoving coat hangers in women's guns and raking in the cash. Majority is ready to green light Mississippi's 15-week ban. It appears the Supreme Court is going to uphold the Mississippi law that bans abortion 15 weeks into a pregnancy, long before the viability line set by prior precedent. The law... Go ahead. The law that has no exception for rape or incest was passed in 2018, but immediately blocked by two federal courts that held it was contrary to Roe. Judge Carlton Reeves of the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Mississippi struck down the law and said the state legislature had chosen to pass something it knew was unconstitutional to endorse a decades-long campaign fueled by national interest groups to ask the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. Reeves also concluded that the legislature's professed interest in women's health is pure gaslighting. A federal appeals court was also blocked the law, noting that it conflicted with Roe, which had been affirmed and reaffirmed. But with a 6-3 conservative majority, only the court's liberals and the lawyers fighting the law made a case for keeping it intact. Mm-hmm. Hello? Roberts, what? Roberts floats a middle ground. Chief Justice John Roberts was quick to float a middle ground position. That would uphold the Mississippi law, but stop short of ending the right to abortions rights nationwide entirely. Okay. 
He seemed to be suggesting that the court could move up the viability line to the 15 weeks in the Mississippi law and leave for another day whether the justices had to overturn Roe. Why is 15 weeks not enough time to decide whether to get an abortion? He said, As for supporters of abortions rights, well, abortion rights, they have long said there would be no way to uphold the law without gunning Roe, even if the justices don't say that part out loud. Mm-hmm. Roll your boat. It's unclear your if boat, there your are... Life, or your boat, your body? I don't know. I'm sorry, go on. Yeah, you're pretty high, ain't you? Of course. I'm just making all of this really bad puns and bad weirdness or whatever. It's unclear if there are any justices interested in Robert's idea. If the court does overturn Roe, people in large swaths of the South and Midwest would be left without access to an abortion. The impact would be felt most by poor women who may have been able to travel or get to the necessary time off of work. Mm -hmm. Liberal stress importance of precedent. All three liberals, Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, or Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan looked almost pained during oral arguments at times. Sotomayor was the most strenuous in defending precedent, especially towards the beginning of arguments when Mississippi's Solicitor General was at the lectern. At one point, she noted that 15 justices in 50 years have voted to reaffirm the viability rule in court precedent. She suggested that the only thing that had changed was the composition of the court. Yeah, them's the breaks, bitch. Yeah, well, that's, uh... That sucks. You should be able to, to, uh... I think they should be able to, uh... Get revenge against the creator, uh, For making babies the consequence of sex and be able to get that abortion or whatever. Will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its readings are just political acts? Sotomayor said. Well, Sotomayor asked. And when I lick that pregnant pussy, can I... uh... Chew out, chew on your abortion again. Meanwhile, Texas' six-week ban <laughs> remains in, a, in place. While this was the first time the justices discussed the Mississippi law, while they were all together on the bench, they have been talking about abortion for weeks behind the scenes. That's because on September 1st, they allowed Texas abortion law to go into effect, 
that bans abortion at six weeks. They have since held expedited oral arguments on that case, but they have yet to issue an opinion. It's even likely that they already know how this case is going to come out. A ruling may not come until next summer. And that's the end of the article. And they all ask themselves, you know, they, they all told each other, maybe your mom should have gotten an abortion before you've got to get on the Supreme Court. Okay. Next article, and we have two, almost three minutes left in the podcast. Okay. Creepy Metaverse spoof depicts Mark Zuckerberg as a barbecue fiend. Okay. You know, barbecue's a good thing to get addicted to. Damn, when I had that one drumstick, that barbecue sauce was that good. Trump may self-publish memoir to avoid Obama advanced humiliation, exec. What? Trump may self-publish memoir to avoid Obama advanced humiliation, exec. What, what humiliation? I don't get it. A publishing exec thinks Trump could self-publish his presidential memoir because he doesn't want to get a smaller cash advance than Obama. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a pathetic article. Okay. They're all still raking in the cash. Much as I could with a coat hanger in Mississippi. California water districts to get 0% of requested supplies. Oh, that sucks. We're fucked then. Let's go into this. Mm, We only got less than a minute. I'm about to go to bed. Okay, so tune in next time when we hear more about how we're being screwed with and how we're trying to stop ourselves from being screwed with. Alright, get out of here, you hippies. Alright, this hippie's bailing. Alright, peace. Peace.